presented by Meta. Hey, good morning, playbookers. I'm Raghu Munavalan. It's Friday. President Joe Biden heads back to the U.S. from Europe today. So what does he have to look forward to? It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. If you want to get a full sense of why so many Democrats seem to be frustrated with President Joe Biden at the moment, today's playbook has a link to a story you need to read. It's by the Atlantic's Ronald Brownstein, and it's titled, Is Biden a Man Out of Time? Whether the specific issue is abortion rights, court reform, voting rights, the filibuster, or the DOJ's investigation into Donald Trump's attempts to overturn the 2020 election, quote, many Democrats share a sense that Biden and his team have been following, not leading. And that tendency points to an enduring question about Biden, who was first elected to the Senate in 1972 and was shaped by a clubbier or cooperative Washington. Can he be the inspirational leader his party needs to counter the aggressive moves by Republicans in Congress and in the states, together with their appointees on the Supreme Court, to reverse long-held civil rights and even threaten democracy itself? Tressa Undum, a pollster for progressive causes, making the issue pretty succinct, quote, Could anyone else have beaten Trump? I don't think so. But from the perspective of some Democratic voters now, he just doesn't get it. Biden will be presiding over this critical period when so many people are losing rights. Can you imagine being the president when women lost the right to abortion and election subversion is advancing and the whole country is worried about democracy and you are like, the Supreme Court is just fine? As Politico's own Jonathan Lemire writes, even as Biden notched foreign policy wins in Europe, he's in for a rude awakening as he returns home to the U.S., where he'll, quote, confront soaring inflation, surging gas prices, questions about his political future, and a rage from his own party about a series of Supreme Court rulings. Speaking of the Supreme Court, Politico's Josh Gerstein and Alex Ward write today in today's playbook that, quote, the massive jolt the new conservative Supreme Court supermajority delivered to the political system last week by overturning Roe v. Wade could just be the beginning. The next targets could include voting rights, state courts' power over elections, affirmative action, and laws banning discrimination against LGBTQ people. Democrats are writing a new approach to help save their House majority, one that unites two topics currently riveting Washington, one, the January 6th insurrection, and two, the overturning of Roe. Sarah Ferris reports that, quote, the heart of the approach, calling out GOP candidates' most hardline positions on multiple issues. Take, for example, the Republican hopeful who recently suggested rape victims were less likely to get pregnant, or the Republican who's defended the far-right militia, the Oath Keepers, alongside several more who have shared QAnon conspiracy theories with their supporters. Here's how DCCC Chair Sean Patrick Maloney sees it. Using the term MAGA nine times in a roughly nine-minute interview, he said, quote, we're going to beat them over the head with that. But, quote, privately, few Democrats believe the strategy is enough to hold the House against this year's brutal headwinds, even with the nation's focus briefly turned from inflation to abortion, guns, and the GOP's role in the Capitol riot. And using MAGA as a label, as President Joe Biden himself has found, runs the risk of emboldening Trump's base to turn out. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 1 p.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden will convene a virtual meeting with governors to discuss efforts to protect access to reproductive health care. Per CBS's Bo Erickson, the Democratic governors participating are Connecticut's Ned Lamont, New York's Kathy Hochul, New Mexico's Michelle Lujan Grisham, Illinois' J.B. Pritzker, California's Gavin Newsom, Oregon's Kate Brown, and Washington's Jay Inslee. At 2.30, Biden will depart the White House to head to Camp David, where he's scheduled to arrive at 2.50. Vice President Kamala Harris is in Los Angeles and has nothing on her public schedule. The Senate and the House are out today. All right, 
For more news and what's breaking in DC right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Playbook's editor is Mike Zappler. Zach Stanton is Playbook's deputy editor. The executive producer and head of audio here at Politico is Jenny Ament. I'm Raghu Munavalan. Have a good long weekend. We'll see you back here Tuesday morning. Some people say the metaverse will only be virtual. But one day in the metaverse, doctors will practice high-risk surgeries hundreds of times before they operate on real patients, and students will be transported to ancient Rome and Saturn's rings, improving health outcomes, learning, and more. The metaverse may be virtual, but the impact will be real. Learn more about what Meta is building for the metaverse at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.